What's up? I'm Amanda Costco, and you're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast exploring the intersection of fashion and technology. which took place in Santa Clara, California. AWE is the largest conference in North America looking at the future of augmented and virtual reality as well as wearables. This year, We Are Wearables of Toronto and my good friend Tom Emmerich teamed up with AWE to bring a wearable stage and exhibition area to the conference. I was on the scene to chair the wearable stage. I had so much fun catching up with contacts like Kristen Neinliger of Sensory and Monir Zock of the US Olympics, as well as making new friends along the way. I've put up a vlog on electricrunway.com to take you through my experience of AWE and to see some of the highlights from the exhibition floor because a lot of what's going on there really has to be seen in order to be believed, especially the augmented reality applications. But in between shooting video and chairing the wearable stage, I was able to fit in a few conversations with some key characters working on wearables and technology worn on the body, and I'm excited to share these with you right now. My focus as I was looking for people to interview was, of course, fashion or anything that looked like it, and I'm happy to report that there was actually a lot going on at AWE in terms of fashion tech, or at least, let's say, beauty tech or technology worn on the body. The first theme that struck me from AWE was of course the merging of the physical and the digital. And this may seem like a given when we're talking about wearables and augmented and virtual reality, but what really stood out to me was the ways we're bringing our digital lives into our physical ones. If computing of the past was about bringing our physical bodies to digital devices, so for example, going to a computer or a laptop to log into the internet, the future is about layering the digital onto the physical. Take Metaverse Nails, for example. So Tia, we're here at AWE. Tell me about your product. My product is augmented reality fashion nails, and they are collectible fashion accessories that when scanned with our AR app, triggers collectible holograms that you can I've been hearing a little bit about this technology. I've been reading about it. So I cover the intersection of fashion and technology, so this is right up my alley. Who do you see using this? product is designed in collaboration with, I call them the cyber generation. So it's generally a, a, a mobile market, female mobile market, predominantly in Asia, so Japan, Korea, and China, and yeah, and increasingly in the US, so the Tumblr girls. The Tumblr girls. And is it because we want to bring that piece of our digital lives into our physical lives? I think so. I mean, I think my market have grown up on social media, so they're really looking for new ways to connect with each other. And so I just really put it on their fingers. So I put social games on girls' fingers. How did you get into this? My background's in games design and fine art. So um, essentially it was really like thinking outside of the box and was like, well, I really want to do artful gaming experiences for young women like me. But it's not really expensive. I think I heard you say it's $20 for a set of nails. Yeah, so it's 22 on my online shop. And um, yeah, we obviously work with Cyber It Girls and they offer discounts through their, through their follower network. So yeah, we... What's the most popular animation? The most popular holograms are probably the emoji. We've got hologram emoji, which I guess are always on trend. And our popular, most popular fashion accessory design would have to be Princess Fantasy. So that's the, um, the unicorn set. 
I love, I love me a unicorn. <laughs> Great. Well, how can people stay in touch with you and follow what you're doing? Well, I think the best way is to just um, keep following our online website, metaversenails.com. And yeah, we have all our Tumblrs and uh, Instagrams connected from there. Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I really love Taya's reference to the Tumblr girls, that often overlooked yet insanely powerful sect of digital culture. I also loved how her product is just plain fun, something that is so overlooked in the electronics industry these days. So speaking of adding technology to the body, my next two guests are both working on enhancing experiences with products worn on the upper body, albeit in different ways. When I first met the creator of Subpack, it was at We Are Wearables in Toronto. He was going around the room asking people to try on his wearable, a vest that delivered vibrations to your body, kind of like a Morse code written on your skin. You could tell that he was a maker and he was just really excited to share what he had made with the community. Today, the company has raised $6 million in Series A financing, and it's on its way to transform all kinds of experiences into physically immersive ones. We catch up with a member of the Subpack team. So, Subpack, good to see you in California. Yeah, great to be here. Another convention. You're from Toronto, like me. We are we are based in Toronto uh, originally. We are the Bay Area team. We got two two people from the San Francisco and Palo Alto team here, enjoying the augmented world. Uh, the, the future is, look, is looking bright right now. So. It's been busy. And so, what is Subpack? Tell us about it. We are a tactile wearable audio system that provides full immersion via essentially turning your body into the subwoofer. You are the point one in the 5.1. And is it haptics? It's not haptics. It's all raw visceral audio. We're working with directly with low-end frequencies, so no development required, no additional tools. It's, it's plug-and-play. It's a dumb peripheral. Essentially, your, your sound engineer just has an entire new dimension to work with and as far as physical stimuli and immersion goes. And so where do you see this being used? At concerts? Well, we started off in the music world from the from consumer point of immersive live experiences at home without actually experiencing the ear fatigue, but getting that you know physical vibration. And also from a production standpoint, it's perfect for mixing and monitoring low frequency sound. And uh, yeah, now we're just branching off into we we've done live sound through uh, silent discos, album release parties where we supply these for artists. We've done we've done a lot of a lot of audio applications and now we're moving on to film, the video world, the virtual reality and AR world and I'm hearing so many different applications from people here. It's it's blowing my mind. Really because wearables are going to be the thing that takes our body into virtual reality and into next gen experiences, Definitely. right? Definitely. I think so too. Just the integration of technology uh, first through wearables then eventually through direct body integration is definitely the future. Staying staying mobile and staying connected and having this be uh, a fully fully immersive experience is just it's it's definitely something we're we're excited to be part of. And how can people stay in touch with you and follow what you're doing? Subpack.com. Uh, we we sell worldwide. We you know follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We have uh, tons of artists that are doing fantastic things. We have partnerships. We've got movie theaters opening up with with the subpacks built in. We've got great great things since since the VR conventions. You know we've we've got plenty of ideas, working on plenty of new products, and it's a very very fun time. Very cool. Well, stay tuned. Thank you. For sure. Thank you so much. Along the same veins as Subpack, Linda Franco of Machina wants to create immersive physical experiences. Her most recent project is specifically designed for VR. 
Up until this point, VR has kind of been a head trip, but Machina wants to change that. So Linda, tell me about Machina. Um, well, Machina is a wearable technology company uh, that integrates in a completely seamless way our own technology in our own clothing designs. And it's specifically made to bring the body into virtual reality, as I understand it, correct? Yes, for one of our latest products, because we have a range of different kind of products. And for our latest product uh, focused on virtual reality, the idea is to bring your body uh, as an extension of yourself into, into VR. So let's talk about that specific jacket, the aesthetics of it. How did you come up with this design? Well, the idea is that we, we, we have a strong focus on fashion and design. A wearable is not that wearable if you have cables or if it's bulky or if it's not like functionable. Uh, so that's all of our like lemma and values behind the brand. We want gamers to use it comfortably in their everyday lives and at the same time they know that the cherry in the pie of the product is that they have a secret weapon which is the technology and that they could play anywhere and have that full immersive experience. And then in terms of how it actually works, maybe you could explain what they're doing right now? Yes. The jacket has four sensors in the hands, in the chest, and in the back. And what they're doing is that the jacket is sending via Bluetooth a signal to the Samsung Gear VR, and they're playing a first-person shooter kind of game. So they're navigating through a, a spaceship with their arm movements and at the same time whatever's happening in the game they're feeling it through their body with the haptics. So if she's getting shot she's actually feeling where she got shot and she feels a vibration in the chest and in the back and in the arms. Oh see so I thought it was just input. I thought it was just haptics that you know like a rumble pack and a Nintendo but you're saying there's actual output in the sense that she uses motion to interact with the virtual space. Yes that is correct. Very cool. Well, good luck with everything. And how can people stay in touch with you and follow what you're doing? Thank you. Machina.cc. Great. Thanks so much. Technology is enabling us to create entirely new realities or to augment existing realities. Where startups like Subpack want to enable you to feel sound, my next guest is working on a project to change the way you hear entirely. So we're here with Sally, and you're from New Hira. And Sally, we're in a noisy convention center, but you have a solution that would actually aid that. Why don't you tell me about it? So we have a, a super intelligent wireless earbuds that do everything that your Apple earbuds would do in the sense that they have Bluetooth connectivity. So you can connect to all of your digital devices, take hands-free calls, listen to music, do complete noise cancellation if you want. But the really great thing about these wireless earbuds is you can actually determine through the app how much of the ambient noise you want to let in and how much you don't. And they also have the ability to enhance speech when you're in a really loud, noisy social environment. So if I wanted to turn you up, I could turn you up and turn out all this extra outside noise. That's right. And I'd be happy to demo them with you with sure. our prototype. So you can, because when you try them on and you actually experience that, it's amazing. And the louder the environment is, the better. They, that you, you get to see that feature even better. Right. And so they, they look like just little discs or a, how would you describe them? Because it's a podcast. It's a little tiny earbud. Ear candy. 
It's ear candy. Yes, they're ear candy. As the lady in L.A. who tried them on said, they're ear candy. So they fit very um, comfortably and securely in your ear. You see a little bit of them. That's why we call them ear candy. Some people say, are, you know, are those some earrings that you have there? But they're very discreet at the same time. Uh, how much do they retail for in case audiences are interested? Well, we have an Indiegogo campaign that ends tomorrow, Friday, at midnight, and so you can get them for $1.99, and then after that, the estimated retail price will be $2.99, with shipping starting in December. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was my conversation with Sally from Nuhira. As always, you can visit electroconway.com for images of everything we talk about on this program. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat, as well as Vine at electric underscore runway. Next, I speak with three companies all working to merge technology and textiles, but in different ways. Have you heard of Mayant yet? They're Toronto's best kept secret in the world of fashion tech. Joyce, for folks who don't know, tell us a little bit about what Mayant is. At Mayant, we're a fully vertical facility and we embed technology into textiles. And textiles in many form factors, something that you wear or something that you put into blankets, curtains, seat cushions, etc. And we embed technologies in two different ways. We print them as well as we knit them. And printed technologies, we have a wide variety of printed technologies. One of the most fun ones that we're working on now is the EL, electroluminescent. Electroluminescent technology because it's printed, it allows for full flexibility, it's bendable and it's washable. And the washability element is a key to us because in fabrics, especially next to skin kind of fabrics, we tend to wash it, right? And almost all our technology, we try to make it washable. Um, so that it acts like the clothing we expect, right? Exactly, exactly. A lot of the light-up stuff on the market isn't actually washable, so it's really impressive that you have that technology nailed down. Where's your facility? Our facilities are located in Toronto, just outside of Toronto, actually, about eight minutes away from the airport, Pearson Airport. Again, it's a fully vertical facility. We have about 80,000 square feet. We have full production in terms of printed electronics, as well as seamless uh, circular knitting and warp knitting, as well as a traditional cut and sew floor. I heard you have robotic knitting machines there. That's right. That's right. That's the seamless warp knitting machines, as well as the circular. The beauty about the circular and the warp knitting machines, it allows us to place conductive yarns for, let's say, biometric sensors, like ECG sensors or heart rate monitors, in a way that it's precise and in a controlled atmosphere. It increases consistency and precision, whereas cut and sew, you have a lot of chances for human error. And then when you're dealing with technology, accuracy is very important and consistency. So I was going to ask, you know, you have your business solution for any company that already makes clothing and wants to now take them to the next level, but you also have your own line of clothing in Vagaloom Visible here, which is uh, illuminated apparel. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Sure, that's right. I mean, a lot of the technology, unfortunately, people don't know what to do with it unless they see it. So we do have our own brands of technology. Vagaloom is our first collection that we're launching to the end consumer. Vagaloom is an electroluminescent embedded technology. It's a clothing and accessories that enhance visibility. So imagine runners at night or even school children coming off the bus in the winter. This technology, in terms of the EL technology, is great because it has Lambertian reflectivity, meaning that for the observer, at any angle, the light emission is the same. Whereas LED is a pointed light source, so when you're looking direct 
of the LED. It's quite bright, but on any other angle, the light being emitted to the view is drastically different. So, And it's not bulky at all. No, it's very thin. It's almost like a, a thin membrane, or imagine a, a balloon. It's slightly thicker than a, a regular latex balloon, but thinner than a beach ball, for example. Great, well thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. If Mayan wants to embed technology into textiles for smarter, more connected clothing, my next guest wants to bring your clothing to life with augmented reality. So Haspi, tell me about Octagon Studio and what you're doing here. Okay, uh, so we are making augmented reality content for uh, wearable, for, for uh, books, we create a class card. Well, uh, basically it's an augmented reality company. So it's augmented reality, which I've seen before on apps and in Snapchat and things like that. I actually have never seen it on clothing before. Right. So let's describe it, because this is a podcast. We'll put the videos up on YouTube, of course. Okay. So you, you put the iPad up to the shirt, and the graphic on the shirt actually comes to life. Yep. Yeah, so uh, this is our collaborations project with Mark and Spencer in the UK. So we create a augmentations on the search. So we, we define the image as a tracker. So once the application recognizes the image, it will pop the related content to it and do interactions. It also has uh, interactions between the clothes, actually. So when the brother and sister stand side by side and you scan it, at, at one time, it will do interactions between it. Okay, so let me get this straight. There's All a right. giraffe and a zebra on that shirt. On the other shirt, there was a bear. Yeah. When we scan it, they're uh, gonna come to life on the iPad, but when they're together and you scan it, it the will two- do different animations. And the characters will interact. Interact each other, yeah. That's out of this world. <laughs> Thank you. So how is it that the, the iPad or the iPhone is actually interacting with the T-shirt? Okay, so the applications is reading all the details of the images and it will process it and will grab the related that, uh, 3D content. So it's photo recognition technology? You're right, it's image recognition. So that means that there's not actually any, any electronics in the shirt? No, the search is it's ordinary search. Um, yeah, all the magic's done on the applications. So that's good though, because the shirts are, very, are fully washable and yeah. uh, you don't have to worry about any of that, you don't have to worry about radiation. Exactly. exactly, yeah, you're right. But then, as you said, the magic happens on the shirt. That's really cool. We're going to put up a video on Electric Runway so that people can take a look. How can people stay in touch with you? Um, you can visit our website, uh, octagonstudio.com. You can also buy our products there if you want to. Very good, we'll put up a link. Thanks so much. Right. Enjoy the rest of AWE. Thank you. Octagon Studios' work is truly incredible, and you can see the clothing come to life for yourself on my YouTube video covering the show. My next guest believes that in the future, wearables will be a word of the past because technology will be so seamlessly integrated into our clothing. I catch up with Jake Waxenberg of Athos just before he's about to take the stage at AWE. Okay, so we're here with Jake from Athos at AWE. Why don't you tell us a little bit of what you're going to talk about? Uh, so I'm here to talk about kind of the current state of wearables and where they're headed and what needs to happen in the space in order to have greater market penetration. So how can they provide us more answers? How can they fit in our daily lives better? All those types of things that uh, uh, somewhere early in the space needs to evolve to to uh, become more more dominant. And as I understand it, uh, Athos has been an early adapter in integrating technology into textiles and into clothing. Why do you see that as the future of, I guess, athletic wear, but maybe even athleisure? 
I think I think everywhere in the space is going to head that direction. I, you know, when we started at Athos, we always said, and we still do, with or without Athos, this is happening. I guess what I like to explain it is, you're recording me right now on your iPhone. It used to be called a smartphone. Now it's just called a phone. I think the word wearables will go away as well. It usually starts in athletics and then sports because you have a built-in need of intrinsic motivation to track these things and learn these things. But as it becomes more commonplace and more normal, and the space advances and can fit into comfort and function and fashion and all that stuff takes precedence, then it will become a part of everyday life. So I think. The, the main thing that has to happen is it has to provide us answers that are useful and then I want to wear it and then on top of that do I still look good in it do I feel good in it and so it's just going to take a little time for that to evolve I think it will penetrate beyond athleisure to kind of everything we wear one day great thank you so much I'm looking forward to your presentation thank you When it comes to the merging of physical and digital it's not just on our clothing it's also within the retail experience my final guest for the AWE podcast is an entrepreneur working on an augmented reality company that's positioning itself as an omni-channel solution for retailing. So I'm here with Jean-Francois. Oui? And he is from Augment, and it is a really interesting augmented reality company that does touch retail and retail experiences. So I'm going to let you tell me a little bit about what it is. So Augment, it's an app that is available on iPad, iPhone, Android that lets a customer or a salesperson show or look at a product in the real world environment. So you can imagine that you go in a store, you want to buy a new pair of shoes, but this particular pair that you look for is not available in the store. So thanks to Augmented Reality, you will be able to look at it like if it was in front of you to look at the different color, different personalization that you can bring to that pair of shoes and then to buy it with the certainty of what you are going to get because you saw it like if it was real. Yeah, and you were showing me before on the iPad where you had a card in one hand and the iPad in the other hand and when you looked at the card through the iPad you were actually looking at a product. In this case it was a shoe. So how do you imagine that, you know, enhancing the in-store experience? You were talking about perhaps if there wasn't a size that you had or... Yeah, yeah exactly. Now there is a trend about merging online and offline commerce where they have a single catalog but stores are not bigger than before. So you end up with thousands of references that are on the online uh, store but that are not present in store. So as a customer you go there, you expect to see a product you want to buy but then it's not there and the vendor, they are just left with their tablet to show you picture of the product or videos of the product. But now with augmented reality they can show you the real product in the store and then you can compare it with the other products available. So you have access to the whole catalog in store or as a customer, when you are at home, you can use the e-commerce app of this uh, brand and you look at their products in your, uh, in your home or your apartment. Yeah. So for furniture design or for decorating your house, for example? Yeah, or even for electronic products, for uh, shoes and bags, for any product where you would want to see it before buying it. And examine the details as well as we were looking at the products, uh, you know, in comparison to the other you know, real world things around us so you can get a sense of scale, you can get a sense of how it really works. Yeah, exactly, because as soon as you are in augmented reality, you really see the product in the context of the real world. So your brain can understand the volume, the distance, and see right away what's the size, how it will look, how it will fit. And you don't have this kind of uh, 
not, know, not knowing that you get when you look at the picture where the product can, can be any size, but you don't know because you don't have any point of reference. And retailers can use that for merchandising as well, you were saying. Yeah, exactly. We have customers like Coca-Cola. They use it to go in store and to show the new display, the new uh, fridges, to place it so that everyone knows what was bought, where it needs to be, and there is no uncertainty in the whole process. Great. And how can people stay in touch with you? They can First, they can download the app. So the app is available for free on iOS and Android. It's Augment. Or they can go on the website and look at it and contact us. Great. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Bye-bye. That's it for my conversations with Metaverse Nails, Subpack, Machina, Nuhira, Mayant, Octagon Studios, Athos, and Augment. Thank you so much for tuning in. That's it for today's episode. Until next time, here's looking towards the future. Music from today's episode by Andrew Applepie.